0: Hello, oh, I'm Avery or Hazel or Kylie. You can just pick one. I don't care. Hello, I am Lily. And you're not thinking fourth dimensionally. No, I'm thinking fifth dimensionally. Today. I always think fifth. Today we are finally covering Back to the Future Part 3. For, for those of you unaware, we started this trilogy a long, long-ass time ago. It was, uh, well, the first Back to the Future was episode 6, and part 2 was episode 10.
1: Yeah, so we planned, and we fully had plans to finish this.
0: Like, we fully had plans to finish it a lot sooner, but then part 3 ended up not being available for free on Peacock, Uh, when we went to go and watch it, so we had to replace it with Good Burger.
1: Uh, Good Burger Fanatics? Um, Yeah, that was a replacement.
0: (laughs) But, yeah. um, Anyway, uh, so yeah, welcome to From the Closet. This episode will contain spoilers for Back to the Future Part 3. You'll find a link below to rent, purchase, or stream this movie. Our links are centered around the U.S., but if you use the Just Watch app, It will automatically redirect you to your country, and if you use the website, you will be able to manually change the site to your country from the website page itself. Um, Before we get started, I am going to spin the wheel to determine what movie we are doing next. And, well, it's not a movie. It landed on Doug Days. Huh. So yeah, we were going to be covering Doug Days. That's basically a sequel to Up. Um, you can join us uh, tomorrow for Star vs. the Forces of Evil, The Battle for Muni. And you can join us next week for our free movie of the month for November and Captain America, The Winter Soldier.
1: So wait, does that mean we're in October territory? Yeah. Yeah. So, can we mention um, the thing? Uh, technically, it's already out now.
0: Hold on. Um, I mean, technically, yes. This is this would be the first episode in October. So yes, we have released a Patreon. Yeah. So uh, I guess that will also be linked in the description. Um, member uh, people who you know, sign up to pledge for our Patreon can vote on future episodes, gain access to, uh, gain access to our episodes early, and also gain access to our sister show, uh, well, gain access to episodes of our sister show early off the shelf, which also isn't out yet at the time of this recording, but it will be. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Um, everything will hopefully be out by this recording i'll make sure of
0: that i don't think you can make sure of anything regarding off the shelf not at all i'll (laughs)
1: make sure of the patreon
0: yeah um i am absolutely planning on recording the first off the shelf episode tomorrow basically basically because tomorrow is an absolute deadline um (laughs) and i have no other choice But yeah, um, with all that being said, I think we can get into spoiler territory now for this movie. Yes. All right. So if you don't want spoilers, click off of here now. All right. So um, now that all the people who don't want spoilers are gone, uh, Jennifer's barely in this movie. Yeah, <laughs> she's just like, like there at the very fucking end, and it's like, wow. All right. <laughs> I mean, really, she was only in the movie,
1: so I mean, it's consistency, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Have um him going back to his original time without wanting to go see Jennifer.
0: Yeah. And you know, uh, so it, was- it, it it's kind of uh, you know that whole thing with like Marty and Jennifer's romance. It it's fine. It's kind of a backseat, uh, but especially to this movie because we have uh, um, Doc Brown and Clara's romance uh, in this movie.
1: Yeah, uh, for both mo- all three of the movies, it really did the romance took a backseat with those two, at least.
0: Yeah, but like here with this movie, Doc Brown and Clara, like that was very clearly a um mm-hmm. that was very clearly a focus for quite a bit of it. It was a major subplot, I'd say.
1: It definitely was, and wow, well, I'm just sorry, I'm just a ima- um, remembering um at the end of the movie. Just a train that can fucking fly.
0: <laughs> yeah, because we need flying trains and the, all their emissions. <laughs> Certainly. Um,
1: I mean, his did run on Steam.
0: So, um, some things that like I love about this movie, I want to get things that I love about it before I start talking about some of the issues that I really think it has, um, Hmm. including a pretty problematic one. Um, but anyway, uh, so, so a thing I love is like the references to Jules Verne, um, and talking about like actually acknowledging, um, that like, you know, Jules Verne's works of science fiction eventually ended up becoming science fact. Um, <laughs> Cause I mean, the guy really predicted a lot of the advancements that we would eventually be making submarines, rockets. I mean, really? It, it was a lot. Yeah. Um, and, I don't know if you know about this, but we're probably going to talk about Jules Verne again when we cover Finding Nemo, because the character right. Nemo is literally named after the main character in 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, which huh. was a novel he wrote.
1: I did not know that,
0: actually. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, Jules Verne, um, whether or not we cover any of the adaptations of his books is kind of up in the air. Journey to the Center of the Earth might be fun. Uh,
1: uh, well, my uh, fair Moses, like how Marty went back in time with the most insulting clothing. So I was like, who gave you those? It's like you. yeah it shows you
0: (laughs) a a lot of this movie is particularly funny um okay i guess i i do want to talk about the problematic elements now because i mean it's mainly just one that i have a major issue with with what's that it's calling native americans indians They're not Indians, and it's not okay to call them that. And it hasn't been okay for quite a while now. And it never should have been okay, because it was, like, entirely based off of a mistake that Christopher Columbus, who himself was already racist, made when he landed in, like, some islands south of the U.S.
1: I mean... Now I think about it, how many times did they make that mistake? I know they made it in the beginning, which they were trying to imitate
0: 1960s. 1880s um, was when Dammit. they... Yeah. But, Wait. but then there was also, like, the 1950s uh, when, like, Doc Brown said it, too. Either way... Yikes. Um, at least twice um it, it it happened at least twice in the movie
1: there's some and there's something about that I can excuse about it because i mean that's literally what everyone thought and something about this is that you know you go into any public education that's what you're taught you t- you're supposed to be learned about how christopher columbus sailed to the indians or whatever
0: yeah and you could not avoid that information i think um you know it's important to be taught that like christopher columbus believed himself to be in the indies but like and mistakenly called the native americans and well the native inhabitants of the islands that he landed on because Well, I I guess you could call them Americans because North and South America, it's collectively called the Americans, uh, the Americas. But yeah, like he mistakenly called them Indians, but we shouldn't be consistently calling them that in our history books. That's another problematic element that like, yeah, um, I've spoken to Native American people who genuinely find it offensive.
1: Yeah, we shouldn't be doing that, but I can excuse it for the time because you couldn't go into the public education system without hearing it. Without uh, the assumption. Now we have changed, but... I mean, that has been rotting our schools for years. Yeah,
0: I, 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 and to be clear, I still don't think we've changed enough. And also, to be clear, we're both white women, so, like, I'm just repeating what other What native american people around me have told me I just remember at
1: least by my education we finally got around to um Exposing christopher columbus for what he was uh, a terrible
0: person Yeah, my uh, My schooling did not really expose christopher columbus quite so well for what he was. I mean They did make it clear that he had no fucking clue what he was talking about. Um, But, like, they didn't talk about his racism and all the other shitty shit he did.
1: In my education, they actually did went through with that.
0: But, yeah. um, So, we go all the way back to, like, 1885 in this movie. um, Which is itself not the best society... I think, um, because, I mean, we have, like, gun duels out in the streets. Of course, nowadays we have school shootings, so. History is a true pick-your-poison. Yeah. um, But, yeah, essentially the whole plot of this movie is, like, you know, Doc doesn't want Marty to come back to the past to rescue him. But he does, because he finds out that Doc is going to die in, like, a week. Um, And yeah, that's pretty much the gist. Like, he also, like, falls in love. Um, So there's that, too. Uh, And the person he's supposed to fall in love with was also supposed to die. So there's that, too. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Um, I actually... So I think it was a male part way into the movie. I rewatched the um, Back to the Future part 2 ending. Cuz I want if I remember correctly, Back to the Future part 1 and 2 those came out like really close, but then 2 to 3 was a pretty big gap. Uh
0: no, I don't think that's accurate. I think it was like four years between one and two and maybe like two years between two and three. Oh may oh may I did get that uh mixed up. Yeah it was like I I'm pretty sure like the first movie came okay. out in eighty five and the second was like eighty nine and then this movie was either ninety or ninety one.
1: So I'm just um 85 Oh my god my space bar is broken. Yeah,
0: my space uh, 89. My space bar screws up for me sometimes too.
1: Yeah. Okay, so I actually got that mixed up. So yeah, they must have been in recording um some of the scenes for Back to the Future Part 3 before they even released Part 2.
0: Yeah, because I imagine uh, this movie and Part 2 were pretty much filmed at the same time. Hell, I I even want to say this movie could have been completely finished by the time they released 2, and they just waited to release this one. mm. That would not shock Um, me. Because at the very least, they used footage of 3
1: in 2. And I was actually one. I was interested to see um, Marty's clothes, as if in the early versions were they meaning to keep that old style clothes on him? Because I remember seeing the um, the clothes that he went to the past with was in those in that little trailer thing. Mm. But sure enough, um, in like. Really one shot, one or two shots, he's shown with actual normal clothes.
0: But, yeah, I I also really appreciate, like, the recap, like... Well, it's not really a recap, but, like, the thing at the beginning where it's like, oh, yeah, this happened in 1955, and that's where we're at now, and, like, we get reminded of the letter... Um, like, all right at the beginning. So they do a good job at reminding you of everything that happened at the end of the second movie um, and at the end of the first movie, right at the start yeah. of this movie. So, like, that's really good job, too, there. And you're going
1: to need all that information because, well... It's it's a it's a bumpy ride from here on out.
0: Yeah. Um. So something else I do want to bring up: the score in this movie is fantastic, and um, just, it, as it always was. And I, I'm kind of I kind of want to go back and look at who composed the music for the first movie and the second movie, because for this movie, I noticed that it was composed by Alan Silvestri. And that's the same guy who would later go on to compose the Avengers score. Really? Oh, yeah. shit.
1: <laughs> you know what? I can hear it.
0: Yeah. Like, I was hearing very clear similarities in this movie uh, as what I would hear in, like, the original Avengers Obviously the MCU has like a whole host of different composers that work on different movies, but this guy specifically worked on the Avengers and I don't know what else he worked on in terms of MCU movies.
1: Hmm. I guess we'll just have to uh, figure that out as we go throughout the hmm. MCU.
0: Yeah. Um, but I thought it was like really cool. Um, it, and there, it, he certainly has a style that I was able to pick up on. Um, Love, uh, triumphant music. There was also, like, uh, uh, you know what, I'm not gonna say that. I, I, I can't really, I can't really draw a comparison, the comparison that I want to draw without spoiling major things that happen in the MCU.
1: And guessers have to compare them in the MCU episode themselves.
0: Yeah, if I even remember, because, like, by the time we get to that movie, it'll be like. It might even be twenty twenty four.
1: Mm The future. So but yeah. Go ahead. We now have the a full timeline of what happened in the three trilogies. The Dr. three Brown trilogies.
0: And, you mean the three oh movies?
1: <laughs> yeah, three movies. Three movies, one trilogy. Um, So, Doc McBrown invents Time Machine. Go back, then forward, and then... Wait. After that, they have to go back to their original time, and then they go back again to stop fifth, and then they go back even further, and then go back to their original time quite um, quite a time travel adventure.
0: Yeah, like, there's a lot of time traveling going on, and it's also kind of implied that, like, Doc went back to, like, the distant future again with the train time machine. I
1: don't know. I thought um, when he said that he's already been there, I thought he was mentioning on how, you know, they already been to the future, you know, 2015.
0: Yeah, but to me, it seemed like he also, it, 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 it sort of seemed like he was meaning that, like, he'd already been there since creating the train time machine. I mean, that would also make sense, too, because
1: he had enough time. No, you know, growing up, his children would probably be in the time when he was building a whole new... Uh, Time machine.
0: I mean they're I mean, okay, I don't want to say they're quite old, but they're old enough that like it's been a decent amount of years. He could have easily had like gone through time quite a bit. Mm -hmm. Damn, why am I suddenly hungry now? I don't know. We're in the middle of recording. Yeah, like so like I can't just get up and go eat. But yeah, um, I think this movie's great. I don't think it's really as good as either of the other two, um, in my opinion. Really? Yeah.
1: I don't know. I mean, it's been so long, but I think this might actually be. Yeah, give me a minute to think on that, but this could be my favorite one in the trilogy.
0: Really? The one that's, like, the most romance-heavy out of all of them?
1: Yep, yeah, it's also uh, the most Wild West out of all of them.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I just never really liked the Wild West vibe in general.
1: But mm-hmm. I also like how... I mean, they set up everything in the first two movies uh, to mm-hmm. really... This movie is really meant for, like, all that sweet, sweet payoff. Um, you have Marty McFly, who up to this point has gone in so much trouble to his, um, nobody calls me a chicken. And now he just doesn't. Um, like, he just stops and is like, yeah, Whatever.
0: Yeah, and like I like how there's that whole setup and payoff there thing there with like the accident that he was supposed to get into, and then he doesn't get into an accident um, because like Doc Brown kind of talked to him. Yeah,
1: um, I just love the payoffs in this movie you know, they did so much work to set up everything in the first two movies how and this movie just feels really
0: satisfying. Yeah. Um, I think, uh, I don't know, I don't really, unfortunately, I don't really feel like I have that much to say regarding this movie. Like, it's a good movie, and like, it, I just feel like it's the weakest entry, just in my personal opinion. Um, I mean, most of it is like, I mean, it. it it's kind of weird to say, say it. Uh, but like the time travel takes a backseat, and it's more of like we have a race against time, which sounds funny to say, but like. And they finish setting everything up before Marty has to get shot. And then also there's the romance plot line. And then I guess I would call it like fan service. There's a lot of fan service. Like the scene with the clock, uh, you know, starting up for the first time and like Marty and uh, Doc taking a picture next to the clock. I mean, that was a really nice moment. Yeah, but it's also kind of fanservice-y. Which, like, it isn't necessarily a bad thing. It's just, like, when... At a certain point, it can become too much. And I don't feel like this movie is, like, quite there. But... Hmm. It's enough to be noticeable for me.
1: I just hear that word, and all I can think of is, like... Um when anime um let me use that to talk about like anime
0: and whatnot i feel like the anime community just uses the word fan service to refer to nudity basically (laughs) and like I, i i just don't get that honestly i really don't but yeah uh Do you have any. uh, What else do you like. Would you like to say, like, regarding this movie? I don't
1: know. Um, It's just a really nice movie. Um, It wrapped. Okay, I would actually like to say on how well it just wraps everything up. And, you know, maybe if it was. If this movie was released in today's time, it would you know, be all wrapped up, you know, a tight little bow, two years, announcements for Back to
0: the Future Part 4. Oh, God. Like, let's please... Okay. Ghostbusters Afterlife happened, and I was fine with it. It was a really, really good tribute to the original group of Ghostbusters, and it also... Felt like an apology for Ghostbusters twenty sixteen. I don't think this franchise needs a revival. I really don't.
1: No. At the at the very least, okay. If anything of a revival happens, and do it of like Doc's children. Make it something more unique than... Oh, it's another adventure with Marty McBrown with... Um, sorry, wait, Marty McFly with um, Doc
0: Brown. His children... Like, Jules, need it. It, his children named Jules and Fern. Yeah, This like, series
1: doesn't need any sequel, like... Another movie whatsoever... But if it were to happen, I'd much rather it be of his children than, you know, just like any other movie in the trilogy.
0: You know, I'd rather, like, we don't even get that. I, I think leaving it here is good enough because sometimes things like that can taint, can taint things a lot more um, than yeah. adding to it. Like
1: I said, I'd rather it just, you know, stay and die, but if it must happen then.
0: Yeah, I I definitely get that. Um, But yeah, I think at some point uh, we're, we'll probably do a retrospective of this series, but like, Mm. I don't want to like, we did our MCU phase one retrospective almost immediately after we finished phase one, but I think I want to wait a while for back to the future. Um, yeah, I feel like it's, just, I don't
1: know, I definitely don't feel like uh, we need to talk about Back to the Future, all Back
0: to the Future right now. Yeah, like, with with the MCU, it made sense, because we, there's still a lot left to go. Um, whereas with Back to the Future, we're pretty much done, so we can come back to it later. I mean, when it comes to the whole trilogy, um, what do you think about it? I think you it's, know. I think it's pretty much timeless, except for like some of the problematic elements, namely um, like Marty's mom kissing him in the first movie and then calling Native Americans Indians. I think those are really the only major issues I have with this movie, and uh, well, well, not it, this trilogy. Um, and apart from that, I think they're pretty great.
1: And um I believe in the first movie you're talking about some wonky uh, CGI.
0: Yeah, but like even then it's not that bad. Um
1: yeah, um I'm actually a bit surprised on like thinking about how long ago this movie
0: was on how pretty good the CGI is. Yeah, and like some things I learned recently was like hmm. um that I didn't talk about back in uh, the Back to the Future episode because I just didn't know about them. But so RCA uh, tried to create a home video format on vinyl. And it actually actually worked. And it legitimately required something called a flux capacitor. (laughs) Oh, that's great. Yeah, so the, like, the format was actually called CED, um, and I can't remember what that stands for, but you better believe Back to the Future was released on CED. I don't know about the entire trilogy. I just know the first one. I wonder movie. what
1: happens if you get the vinyl spinning up to 88 miles per hour.
0: It explodes. <laughs> Actually, I don't know. Um, I, I do know some people on YouTube have spun a vinyl so fast that it exploded, but I don't know what the top speed required for that is.
1: Probably less than 88 miles
0: per hour. I don't know. It could be more, but typically, like, typically those are, um, it's measured in RPM and not miles per hour. <laughs> okay, we're going to have to get a. Um... Uh,
1: translator on that before um, before truly seeing if you can travel through time with this flux capacitor
0: but yeah um, I think with pretty much all of that being said do uh, do you think I should get into the critic ratings or do you have more to say I don't know it feels like we're missing something you know like I almost like, wanna say that, but like I can't really think of like think anything of, more to what, say.
1: Yeah. Hun um Doc uh, I mean if I'm gonna say anything, I'm gonna have to say on how good the acting is. Oh god,
0: you uh cut out there. I
1: love the actors for um for the entire trilogy.
0: Okay, there we go. Uh, now I can hear you again. Sorry, my obviously audi- um my audio cut oh, out sorry. for right a second. Um, I couldn't hear you. <laughs> so what well,
1: I was saying is, like, if I'm going to say anything about this movie, I'm going to be mentioning about its actors and how much I love the, like, the acting in this movie.
0: Yeah, the acting is pretty great. I, uh, I think, like, Buford Tannen is a very strange villain. I, I do feel like they kind of made him dumber than they needed to.
1: Yeah, I mean, their villains have always been dumb, but strong.
0: Yeah, I feel like this one was dumber, though, than the villains of the other two movies.
1: Well, actually, strike that, the villain of the second movie, at least the one that got the ball rolling, he was smart.
0: Yeah, um... Also, something I didn't mention in the Back to the Future e- uh, Two episode that is worth saying: um, the horse race, it, the horse racing industry is fucking horrific. I mean, it, oh yeah, it's quite literally where horses go to die. Um, and I feel like we probably should have mentioned that, but we didn't. Honestly, I didn't want to think about that.
1: But yeah, no, I, um, go ahead. I forgot what his name was, but uh, the villain of the second one. But it's not only that he bet on horse races. Even though horse races are most commonly bet on, with that Mac, he bet on fucking everything.
0: Yeah, I just think like horse races were like the most, um, the most prevalent but, in the movie. Yeah. And it's also the most inhumane, the most
1: fucked up thing I've ever seen in my human eyes. Yeah. At least, um, large scale. I would love to, like, horse racing where, without the um, horse killing, just ride on a horse all day. Sounds fun. Competitive, it can go die in a hole. <laughs>
0: I I can say that I have been horseback riding before, and I just didn't enjoy it. Um, But yeah, Uh, it just always seemed
1: like something I could enjoy.
0: I think with uh, everything being said, I'll just talk about the critic ratings now. Got it. So IMDb gives this movie a seven point four out of ten. Rotten Tomatoes gives it 80%. It has a 55% on Metacritic. Jesus, Metacritic. (laughs) Yeah, and like, they're just an average of critic review scores. So I'm wondering who the hell, like, how are people rating this movie that low? And that there's that many of them to bring it down so much. Probably assholes. And then 94% like, of Google users liked the movie.
1: Yeah, um... So... I'm just gonna say on Metacritic, uh, whoever dares rate it that low, probably never... Go seen, ahead, sorry. Like, they couldn't I think, tell a good movie and my, hit it across the face.
0: <laughs> but yeah, um... Before, uh... Before we each give our ratings, I'm going to uh, recount our ratings for the previous movies. Um... Lily gave both movies an 8.5. Um, and I gave the first movie a 9.5 and the second movie an 8.0. Huh.
1: Damn, I must have really felt the same way between the first movie and the second movie. I guess, um, 8.8. Hmm.
0: Um, well, like I, you? I like I said, I feel like this movie is, like, probably the weakest entry of the three. Um, but it's really not that much... It, it's really not that bad. So, I'm giving this movie a 7.9.
1: Yeah, I mean, saying that it's the weakest movie of the three doesn't really mean much. Because, well,
0: they're still all great movies. Yeah, it's like, um... Well, you know what? I can't think of what it's like. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think of a good analogy, and I I just fucking can't. No, me. Well, how'd you end your dragon? No, because like the first movie is like leagues above the other two.
1: Mm. Even still, um, all movies were amazing.
0: But yeah, um do you have anything else you want to say regarding this movie or
1: I guess not No.
0: All right. well, um, until next time like I've been Avery, that's been Lily and we'll be seeing you.